This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Grace and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good Monday morning. I hope you folks had a lovely, wonderful weekend. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 uh, WABC. Let's start with the uh, number this morning. Lots of issues I want to talk about. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. So something that just came past me. Uh, happened over the weekend and in which it appears uh, as it relates to the war in Ukraine, the Ukrainian troops killed more than 1,000 Russian soldiers in what could be the deadliest day of fighting since the invasion of the country more than a year ago. This happened on Saturday. The reason why it's raising eyebrows uh, for me is it makes me wonder, with Putin taking hits like this, what might he do in retaliation or with his back against the wall, what will he actually do? So tonight, the the big night for Hollywood in terms of the uh, Oscars, And I'm going to get to my topics in just a moment, but host Jimmy Kimmel didn't waste any time taking a jab, if you will, at Will Smith uh, a year after the actor slapped Chris Rock at the 2022 show in which Kimmel said early on in the broadcast, and I'm quoting here, we want you to have fun. We want you to feel safe. And most importantly, we want me to feel safe. He joked. So he said, we have strict policies in place. If anyone in this theater commits an act of violence at any point, at any point during the show, you will be awarded the Oscar for best actor and permitted to give a 19 minute long speech. And then he added that the Academy has a crisis team in place. If anything unpredictable or violent happens during the testimony, the ceremony, excuse me, just do what you did last year, nothing. Sit there and do absolutely nothing, maybe even give the assailant a hug. So that was at the the, uh, Oscars uh, just just a short time ago. So this morning's topics uh, following the weekend, When it comes to migrants, yes, when it comes to migrants, we are talking about human beings. But why are American taxpayers burdened with their problem? That doesn't sound very sensitive, but but it's true. Why is America bearing the, the brunt, if you will, of the problems of Migrants, And the reason why I say that is Mayor Eric Adams plans to provide as many as 100 migrants with 12 months of classes, but not just classes, room and board in upstate Sullivan County. And it can be described as upstate, but it's only about maybe 40 minutes from from my residence, and the project could continue indefinitely. $1.2 million. $1.2 million. Most Americans, most Americans sending their kids to college 
can't afford for their kids to live in the dorms, but migrants, their taxpayer, their fee for the dorm, I'm so annoyed about this, I'm all over the place, but their cost to live in the dorm is going to be paid for by taxpayers. What What I'm trying to state this morning is that it sounds like we are making a permanent welfare system for illegal immigrants in New York City. And at the end of the day, as I have consistently argued, all you are doing is giving migrants more incentives, more green lights to try and make it here to New York City for a good life, a better life, a free life financially. The NYPD, another topic we are dealing with this morning for police officers, for the men and women in law enforcement, there are more negatives than positives. There are more negatives than positives. And now, and it comes as no surprise to anyone at all, The NYPD police are resigning in this new year, right now, this new year, at a record-breaking pace. A 117% jump from 2021 numbers. Pat Lynch, the president of the PBA, says the NYPD staffing emergency is approaching the point of no return. So the resignations have skyrocketed this year at the current rate, at this current rate, 1,400 police officers are projected to resign this year. And here's the key part before qualifying for retirement. So in other words, I'll pass on the pension. I'm done. I'd rather take my my chances somewhere else or doing something else. And this number of 1,400 is even more than last year's record of 1,297 early exits. And if you want to hear how bad things are, incredibly, It appears that 21 police officers walked away from the job in just a two-day period. In a two-day period, 21 cops quit to join the MTA on February 20th and February 21st. So some officers are so disgusted that the carrot of yesteryear which which used to be a a, a very a good pension that e- isn't even enough to keep them on the job and so how could we turn this around i agree with 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 pat lynch the city needs to focus on resolving, excuse me, a contract issue with the PBA and providing competitive pay, better benefits, and better quality of life for police officers. We're losing officers in record numbers, and it almost seems like nothing's being done about it. And so we are about to start with your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. But I also appreciate with what Florida Governor Ron DeSantis did over the weekend, what he said over the weekend. DeSantis, in all likelihood, about to announce that he's running for president, criticized New York State, and I am quoting here, for allowing 
criminals to run wild. Who can disagree with that? No one. If you're being honest, and you have to say DeSantis is calling it the way it is. And he also went after New York for failing to stop the 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 quality of life that is on on a what appears to be a a downward spiral and it's not getting better. He made these comments in Vegas and uh DeSantis said that Florida enjoys better better roads, better services, higher performing uh K-12 schools and no income tax and lower crime in spite of allocating a budget twice as small as New York's. He went on to say, what is New York doing by taxing people? What are they doing spending all this money on? It's not improving the quality of life, I can tell you that. The popular Republican said. I tip my hat to him. He told the truth. And you would think that New York elected officials would be embarrassed but, oh, no, no, no. What they're going to do is say, oh, partisan politics. De- DeSantis is running for president. You can't believe he's far right. No, the man told the truth. Let's start with the telephone calls this morning. Let's begin with John in Nevada. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Yeah, Ron DeSantis hit the nail on the head. In New York, crime is out of control. Uh, There's a multitude of reasons why uh, none of them are being seriously addressed. And it has to do with so many people moving out of state. It has to do with uh, the conditions getting worse. Um, Ron DeSantis is right. Uh, Florida does a lot more with a lot less money. Um, New Hampshire, where Governor Chris Sununu is governor, does a lot more with a lot less money. Uh, New York is very inefficient, has a very low level of efficiency. And um, I think people are starting to realize that. Um, as long as New York has the problems that it does, uh, people will not locate there. Um, I, I give a lot of credit to Governor uh, Ron DeSantis as well for telling the truth. Yes, John. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead, John. Yeah, if you can only lie to yourself for so long, (laughs) you can only pretend that things aren't what they are for so long. Uh, Sooner or later, you have to come to the truth. Agreed. And hopefully they're starting to get that way. Well, I I don't know if we're reaching that. Thank you for the call, John. I don't know if we're reaching that point, but I will admit this. So a few months ago, I was down in Orlando. I was giving a speech about 45 minutes outside of Orlando in a place called Haines City, Florida. And in Orlando, what what, what I like to do is um, now we have Chick-fil-A up in our area. There's one in New Jersey, not far from where I live. So you can drive about 10, 15 minutes, and then you can stand on a parking line for about an hour (laughs) to get to Chick-fil-A. Um, but what, what I recall from Orlando, and I've been there several times, but, but this time was different. I looked around and I saw construction building almost, it seemed like it was everywhere. I felt that the air was easier to breathe. I didn't see any crimes or possible crimes being committed right in my eyes. I didn't see people standing there panhandling. And I didn't see any homeless. I didn't see, in other words, what we see every day in the tri-state area. And so all I could do was say to myself, you know what? Maybe... Maybe it's time for you to rethink your thoughts, Dominic, and maybe you should consider retirement in Florida because I'm of the age where, you know, I still got quite a few years left. But but you start thinking about retirement. And the first thing that crossed my mind was, 
well, I wouldn't have to pay state income tax. Who can disagree with 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 Florida? I got a thing. The only thing that's negative for me, and I'll just stay away from water. I got a thing with alligators. And so alligators scare me to death. I'm sure they scare all of us to death. And so, you know, I just stay away from <laughs> from the lakes and so on. But other than that, I didn't see a downside to Florida. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that DeSantis is telling the truth. It makes him, it makes him uh, appeal to me. As a candidate, to at least consider consider him for a vote for telling the truth about what's going on in New York. Let's go to Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Yeah, the reason the police are quitting isn't really so much about the money. They're basically scared to do anything. If they touch someone, they can be sued, they can be prosecuted, they can go to jail, they can lose their pension. Who wants to work under those conditions? You're going to go into work every day and be afraid? You know, it's ridiculous. And to be perfectly honest, the police have become totally useless. There's still no cops on the trains. There's no cops on the platform. But you go upstairs to the mezzanine, and I was where that knucklehead from Forest Hills lives. I was at his station. When I went up to the mezzanine, I, I swear to you, I saw eight transit cops standing in the mezzanine joking with each other. I didn't see any cops on the platform. I didn't see any cops on the two trains that I took. They're, they're basically afraid to do anything. So they, they hide. They are told, I mean, I'm not blaming the police. I'm blaming the mayor and the city council. But they're basically they're, they're saying, okay, this is what you want. This is what we'll do. We won't do anything because if we do do something, we'll get in trouble. So in a way, it makes it easier for us. But they're still scared, and that's why they're leaving. And until the city council is gone and until Mayor Adams is gone, which he's not going to be because he'll be reelected four years from now, and nothing's going to change, the city is gone. Nothing's going to happen. It's only going to get worse. The, the city, forget about it. Any people that can move to the suburbs, and that's all you can do. Forget about New York. Well, as a native New Yorker, Michael, I'm not, I'm not willing to give up on New York. I am hoping for a law and order, I mean a real law and order mayor. Adams came in uh, stating the right things, Michael, as I'm looking at a um, an email from uh, Michael who lives in P- Pagan who lives in Florida, and the headline says "Come, come to uh, come to uh, Florida, Dom," and so uh, that's uh, one of the emails I'm looking at right now, Michael, the other Michael. So Adams came in declaring, stating the right things, stating that he had his officers back, but or backs, I should say, plural, but. The jury, the jury is still out. You're not willing to give him any chance at all, Michael. That Adams, that maybe, maybe no, he'll turn no, this around. If he was going to do something, he'd have done it already. He's not doing. His main thing is, I just want to party and have a good time. And he, he doesn't. He, he's another basically male Lightfoot. That's what he is. And he will be reelected. Forget about a good. Democrat. I don't care if they're white, black, Hispanic, pink with green polka dots. The only way for the city to change is to vote in a Republican, and it's never going to happen. A Republican can never win New York City. It won't happen. There are some excellent, excellent black and white Republican people who would have made excellent presidents. They'll never get elected. They'll never get elected. We're going to have one Democratic progressive after another. It doesn't matter their color. Look at de Blasio. He was white. He stunk to holy hell. He was the one that started the whole, the whole thing of destroying the city. Well, Adams is finishing the job. And if Adams gets reelected, he'll totally finish the job. And if he doesn't, another progressive Democrat will take the place, and he'll finish the job. So New York is gone. There's no hope. Well, it's finished. Michael, I, I appreciate your call. And you know what's interesting because I was I was thinking about de Blasio the other day. It was a crowded uh, four-person uh, primary. And, and I was thinking about this in the shower. And I said, 
How must that man feel, <laughs> meaning de Blasio, when his claim to fame was that I did a commercial with my son with an afro, and that got me elected mayor of New York City? Think about it, folks, because that's exactly what happened. That's when de Blasio emerged from the crowded field and and won. And what's his claim to being elected? What was your policy positions, Mr. de Blasio, that got you elected mayor of New York? He'll never tell you the truth, but I can tell you the truth because I covered the race. And I know, well, it was when, if de Blasio's answering this question and truthfully, it was when I, I took a gamble and uh, I, I, I did a commercial about having to talk with my son, which is real. You have to have that talk. You do with, with, with a son of color. But, but again, I was having, I was having that talk with my son of color and my, my, my son, uh, Dante has a huge afro and my son's afro resonated with the Democratic base. And that got me elected mayor of New York City. Let's go to our friend Jennifer in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Thanks, as always, for um, giving me a chance to speak. Can you hear me okay? Loud and clear. Go ahead, please. Okay, sure. Um, I wanted to speak to, I'm going to call them illegal aliens because that's what they are. Because even if they're claiming refugee status, they don't come through the proper channels. They're not going through port of entry. They're not claiming um, asylum in, you know, our own embassies in their country, that sort of thing. They're not going to the next country next to theirs. That's what they're supposed to do. That's why they're coming here the way they are, because they know what they're going to get for free. So I want to say this quickly. I don't know. Did you see the video of over a thousand of them charging the port of entry today? I didn't Um, see the video, but I heard about it. Okay. It's, it's, if people don't think we're, we're sustaining an invade, an invasion right now, take a look at the video. Um, It's listen to the video, listen to them cheering themselves because they're that close to free stuff, Dominic. Um, at, at your expense, at my expense, and I told you about my family members and friends of mine that are hurting. So, and you hear the people that call in. So it's disgusting. Um, if I could say this, uh, the United uh, Nations Refugee Agency gives gives them fully loaded debit cards, so they can pay for lodging, prescriptions, and things like that. Dominic, isn't that nice? And you know where they get the money from? The billions of dollars that America gives them every year. Okay. So wait, 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 wait. One more time. Who gives them this card? And do you know how much the card is for? United Nations Refugee Agency. And do you know how much is on each card? I've heard over a thousand, up to a thousand and over a thousand. I looked it up just now. CARE, the Council for American Immigration Reform, different ones. They'll all have it on their site. You can read about it. If you just Google it. Um, and that, and you'll see, they say it can be used for lodging, prescriptions. It's a cash card. You get cash. Okay? So I don't know the last time someone handed you $1,000, Dominic. I, I'm so, uh, forgive me, I, I'm raising my voice. I don't mean to. I'm just really upset, Dominic. And it reminds me, I saw a video about probably about seven years ago. The same thing was happening in Europe. And it was uh, the the illegals over there, there were they, a lot of them were actually being welcomed by the same sort of agencies, you know, Catholic charities, that sort of thing over there. And then they put them in these hotels, and you know what they'd complain? Just like here, they, these really needy people that are in fear and they're claiming asylum. You know what they were? Same thing. I thought about it today. They were saying they don't like the meals. They want money so they can buy their own stuff, and they would leave the food. And they complained that the Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi was too slow. They complained that the hotels were too far out of the center, and they had they and then the ones once they were there for a while they'd have uh they had them on video they'd all be hanging out in the cafe smoking all day, especially the you know the younger men, which is what most of these people are fighting age men as they call them okay so i i i I'm just outraged and please if you i mean you're gonna do what you're gonna do, but they're not migrants, they are illegal aliens, and they're invading our country. And sadly, we have a president that has has just 
I don't know, Dominic. I'm very upset in case you can't tell. Like, it's a really, really bad thing. You can look up what I said about that deb- that cash-loaded debit card. I, I will, and and please uh, try and calm down, Jennifer. And um, but, I, but I, I I do thank it's you for the- when you see people you know suffering. You know, it's hard when you see people that you know. I I have my dad fought for this country. My godson did four combat tours in Iraq, and he didn't do it for this. Those guys that gave their lives at the Abbey Gate at Bagram Air Force Base, they didn't do it for this, for their country to be given away. You know, so thanks for hearing me, Dominic. I appreciate you as always, and I wish everyone a good evening. Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. It's tough. It's tough. Before I uh, take a break, let's go to Marianne in Queens. Good morning, Marianne. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I feel like Jennifer, but let me tell you, I applaud what Mike said. I think think that's his name. What he said is true. Now, DeSantis is just repeating what Donald Trump has been denouncing for more than six years now. It's very easy for DeSantis coming here and criticize people when he was the governor of Florida that was sending those migrants here. So we have a big problem, and he contributed to it. Uh, by the way, those most of the people that he sent here are the Venezuelans, Maduro's Venezuelans. And these people, yes, they had to pay dons and college for these people because they are highly educated in their country. So they don't come here to play. These are the ones that go to Ecuador and other countries and say they don't like the food and Mexico. They want the real thing, and they come here to compete. So whatever believe that this is a, a child's play, no, it is not. But I um, I do not agree with uh, Mike, that's his name, right, uh, that he said that New York uh, will always be a Democrat. I don't believe that. Listen, if the black community, which I believe that they will soon or later going to wake up and see that things have been taken from them, and Mateo and Curtis Leva joined together, they will get New York. Because in Washington Heights and Upper East Side, the Puerto Rican uh, uh, neighborhood, they are ready to get rid of whatever is with the Democrat Party, and they are voting for Trump. Don't be pessimistic because this is going on. But DeSantis is going nowhere. He believed that what he's doing for one state only with all these people, even Democrats that came from New York and California to vote for him to get rid of Trump. He's not getting it. We are not voting for someone that is just doing for one state. I'm sorry. He's repeating what the other guy said. All right, Marianne, I, I appreciate your call. Marianne, clearly not a fan of Governor DeSantis. Her candidate is uh, former President Donald Trump, who is leading in the polls. But we'll see what happens once this race becomes competitive. We'll see what happens based on the actions of the Manhattan District Attorney, whether there is an indictment of Mr. Trump. If there is an indictment, I've looked at that situation. There is no way at all you can get a conviction because it almost requires getting inside the the head of uh, Mr. Trump, plus your star witnesses uh, have credibility issues. So it's going to be interesting to see how all of this plays out. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we are going to go to uh, Loretta in Brooklyn, Linda in Long Island, Phyllis, our friend Phyllis in Queens, But we're going to be taking more of your telephone calls. We'll go from Staten Island to the Bronx to Queens, Long Island, Pearl River, Brooklyn, Connecticut, and Yonkers. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
Here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back, going right back to your telephone calls, a number of issues on the table over the weekend. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, and I say bravo, 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 criticized New York State for allowing, quote, criminals to run wild on the street. This, as NYPD police officers are resigning in this year, the new year, at record-breaking numbers, a 117% jump from just 2021. And when it comes to migrants, what's going through my mind is that many parents across the country that send their kids to community college for a cheaper, affordable option, if the college has a dorm, these same parents cannot afford, in most cases, to pay for their kids for their room and board, but taxpayers are going to pay for it for at least 100 migrants in New York, not far from where I live in Sullivan County, a program by New York City Mayor Eric Adams to cover 100 migrants to go to school, live in the dorm, and we'll see how this works. What happens if they're not the student type and and they're committing crime in Sullivan County? You don't know who these people are, as many of you have argued, that have come over the border. Let's go to Linda. Linda on Long Island. Good morning, Linda. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dom. I called right away because I wanted to, first of all, agree with Jennifer. Everything she said is correct. But the problem is we all know what's going on. You know, we talk about it all the time. And we're being, you know, just invaded. It's unbelievable. I've never, you know, I'm here a long time, in the, you know, alive a long time. I've never seen anything as disgusting as this, that, that any anyone, I mean, I remember, you know, we all remember when there was a time, you know, they checked who was coming in. But now, I mean, it's getting worse and worse. It's not getting better. But the only thing would would really do it, you know, help would be, it's a sad thing to say, but if it happens to their children, if they get attacked, if any of them, if it happens to their own families, because these are all of them, the politicians who don't care about this, they only care about themselves. They're not doing anything to help any, the kids in this country, they don't care about anyone. But if it happened to them, then they would think about it or do something. Somebody has to do something. You know, we've been talking about it, and it's getting worse. There's something really, and and those immigrants, I mean illegals, um, when they're talking, when you're talking about having, you know, giving them um, college educations, you know, soon they, after that, they're going to want to go to, uh, you know, they want to get uh, graduate graduate courses the masters and, and the PhD. go on and on. Excuse me. Right, a master's and a PhD. Right. At least we should give them that, right? If you give them a college, then they just, you know, like the food, they deserve better. And then before you know it, there'll be, I saw something today, a little while ago when I was in the store. I I don't, I, I, it was really fast. I was going by. It was on the front page. Now, I'm not sure which one's news. There's some, one of the papers, uh, so it's new. So maybe you'll, you know, hear about, see it maybe tomorrow, maybe, who knows, Um that that now they just uh, found out that these grades. Did you see that the grades in New York were all um, phony grades? They gave it to schools in New York. That I mean, it's really scary. Some of these people could end up becoming doctors, right? Will be operating on people. You know, they'll be able to pass a phony test. <clears throat> How far does it go, right? How far does this go? Well. That that's the um, that's the uh, the big question, Linda, and uh, and I do appreciate your call. And uh, Linda just referenced she referenced uh, you know people here having a hard time, and that takes me to our next guest, Phyllis from Queens, and uh, for Loretta from uh, Brooklyn, <clears throat> excuse me, for Loretta, uh, one of our listeners, Lars, set up a uh, GoFundMe page. It's Loretta from Brooklyn. And um, 
it's raised over $800. And so um, he set a goal of 6000 And so thank you to those of you that have contributed to it. And uh, we've got to get uh, one of our listeners, because Phyllis is in the same situation, to uh, establish one a GoFundMe page for her. And we're trying to get that done. We say good morning to you, Phyllis. What's on your mind? Oh, good morning, dear Dominic. How are you? Did you enjoy your day off? I I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yes. Good, good. So thank you so much for all your help, and I hope everything will work out. I have my fingers crossed. Regarding all these amazing topics, I think they're all related, which is basically the morals have gone down. There's no control, and it's all, you know, the crime is, is completely rampant because there's no morals and there's no control because of the senators who won't give us bail reform. And so, of course, the cops are leaving. Why wouldn't they? they? They cannot do their job. And it's really scary because who is going to be our police force in the future? Uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa and uh, CRT and indoctrinated children who come through as the immigrants will be indoctrinated in our schools in the next two years before this new election? This is very scary. This is where we're headed. And the other thing is regarding the school that he's doing, the mayor's doing with um, uh, sending the migrants. That is absolutely outrageous. You know, there should be a, a class action suit against it. I went through the SUNY schools. I had to work hard. I was lucky. I got a small scholarship, but I had to work, and I didn't mind that. I expected it. I had plenty of student loans to pay back. And, um, you know, what is he doing? One says he says there's no room at the inn, and the other side he invites them to this. So, of course, more people will want to come to New York if they can get free school. Did they test these people? Do they know if they're even good students or <laughs> that, anything that, like that? That's or a what, great what question, is their Phyllis. character? It's what a, is their character? Are they drug addicts? Are they this? It, it, are they it's that? It's a great question, and thank this you for the be, call. You, you, and, you and I uh, had to pay back student loans. I attended SUNY as well, much further upstate in Cortland, but uh, for years, I think it took me 10 years uh, most of my aid was financial aid, but I had to pay back some student loans. And that's the way it should be. If you're going to school and you're basically getting the free ride, there should be some student loans. But maybe maybe if your child is about to uh, go to college, send them to Mexico and then come back as a migrant, and then you can avoid the bill totally, you know, it, it, but then they'll recognize you as an American and then, and then, and then you'll have a twenty thousand dollar a year bill, if or maybe fifteen thousand, if we're talking about community college, uh, you would not qualify. Let's go to Tony in New Jersey. Good morning, Tony. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. I know it seems like Ron DeSantis has everything neat and tidy, but everyone in Florida, Florida has like one of the oldest populations, so everyone is well behaved, and they listen to him. You know, New York City is different, so I would never even now go to Florida because there's too many old people. Um, okay, but Tony, but, but let's, I, I hear you on the on the crime front. You're, you're stating that the crime is not being committed because of, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the senior citizens that are in Florida, right? Okay, so uh, one has to say you're, you're probably correct on that, right? Um, even though in some of the urban areas they do have crime. But it, it is, it is, for me, it is hard to overlook the fact that at least their elected officials are saying the right things. To be here in New York, it's almost like la la land. Let's, let's take care of everybody else. Let the migrants have this. Let them have that. And yet you crack down on us. Our taxes are through the roof. So Tony, it's, it's hard for me to say stay in New York. When I can go in Florida, go to Florida and don't have to pay a, a state tax. Well, here's the deal. If if you think of going to Florida, the best medical care you can ever get, as soon as you get sick, God forbid, you're going to be wanting to come back to New York. I thought about that. So medical care, you don't have the same quality as you do here up north. And I number the, the last thing I'll say to you, Dominic, because I am you know, I'm always on the positive side, is I be- believe things happen in c- cycles in New York City because I'm probably a little bit older than you. And I believe that it takes one person to clean up everything. And one mayor and one governor, it, 
it just takes one to start and start cleaning up. So disruption is a lot to deal with. When you go through all that disruption, Florida can change as well. You know, Florida can be good one day, and then if Ron decides he's running for something else, they could be on their own again. I I, I wouldn't put I, all I, I wouldn't I put you. all my eggs in his basket at all. I I hear you, Tony, but 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 it's hard. Uh, and I don't even reside in the city of New York, but it, it it's it's no longer. It's hard to be here in this area. And here, migrant this, migrant that, migrant this. And taxpayers are being squeezed. Crime is out of control. <clears throat> Crime is right there in front of all of us. And and the politicians say, see no evil, hear no evil. And they don't see anything. Tony, I, I, right. thank, I thank you for the call. You have a great uh, morning. I've got to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to go. We're going to have the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. We're going to go to Staten Island, the Bronx, New Jersey, Pearl River, Brooklyn, Connecticut, and Yonkers. W-A-B-C. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Folks, I am worried about how Putin will respond to this. Again, troops in Ukraine killed more than 1,000 Russian soldiers in what could be the deadliest day of fighting since the invasion of the country more than a year ago. And it included the elimination of eight Russian tanks, seven armored fighting vehicles, four artillery systems in the fighting. And the latest fatality report tops the 1,030 Russian soldiers killed overnight on February 7th. And that was just weeks before the war's first anniversary on February 24th. And so I'm just worried that things will escalate. We will see how this all plays out. And I am here with you folks up until the top of the hour. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight standing by. We are taking your telephone calls. Pat in Connecticut. Good morning, Pat. What's on your mind? Hey, Dom. How you been, buddy? I'm not sure if you remember me, but I'm sure you do. Go right ahead, Pat. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I, I remember your calls, but go ahead, Pat. Um, this, this free school is lunacy, Dominic. As you know, I'm a veteran, and to pay my bills, I had to serve in the military, and even with the GI Bill, we get a tuition waiver. We still have to buy our books. We still have to, you know, pay everything else, and it's a bunch of BS, and Okay, wait, it's wait, Pat, well, wait, Pat, I, I didn't hear you. I heard you say preschool. What did you say at the beginning? I didn't hear. No, it's. I said it's lunacy with this school stuff. Oh, with the with the migrants, okay. Yeah. Yes, and, and so uh, the military personnel going to college, you're telling me you have to pay for your books? Yep, yep. And, yep. and the migrants are going to get theirs for free. Yeah, even though I'm 48, I still want to, you know, finish up and maybe masters or something. But I still have to pay for all that, Dom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious, Pat. Uh, would would your benefits still cover a good part of your education even now? Um, I would get a state waiver, and I would still have to pay like the registration fee and the books. You know, even though I did six years in active duty, so. Well, let, let's say, let's take the silver lining. It is what it is. Um, but but at least that's a a, a positive. Uh, when when you yeah. when you line it up against what the migrants are getting, the 100 migrants to go to uh, Sunni Sullivan 
which is again about forty minutes from where I live. Uh, they are getting. Now, a, how far a, is, is that from me, Dominic? Uh, well, I don't know what part of Connecticut you're in. Uh, no, for right near Fairfield County. Okay, I'm I'm not exactly sure, but uh, how, are you near Bridgeport? What what city are you yes. near? Yep, Bridgeport. Okay, yep. So I would guess it's about um hour fifteen. Because you have to come down, I believe, 95 and then go over 287, then go up. And so, yeah, okay. um, uh, but, but Pat, thank you. Uh, thank you for the, uh, for the telephone call. Let's go to Steve in Pearl River. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. You know, I was, uh, when, when, uh, you know, you mentioned Ron DeSantis and what he said about it and you talked about Orlando, I went and I, and I just did a little research reality-based research. And the murder rate in Orlando is four times the murder rate of New York City. Okay? And the murder... And according to New York City statistics, the, the level of crime is down below overall. The overall certain crimes have increased. But overall, it's down below pre-pandemic levels. So what is Ron DeSantis talking about anyway? Because he just says something that a lot of people want to hear, okay? What he said was just, I mean, it was just not exactly true. Well, Steve, okay? wait, there, there are a few and things. And he's a politician who, you know, I, and I, I'm not sure what it means when if you're going to criticize him, you have to register Okay, the way he runs his state. Look, and and the other thing that I want to say, especially about this migrant thing, all right, I don't agree with it. But what he did using taxpayer money to fly migrants who weren't even in his state somewhere else to score cheap political points is even more horrific. Okay, but Steve, wait, 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 Steve, Steve, wait, wait, Steve. If you want to talk about cheap political points, what about the mayor of New York City? What about him? I mean, opening the door and welcoming him to come here and then whining and complaining that it's going to cost $4 billion? What about his pandering? Oh, boy. No, no, no. Let's just, let's just stick Let's let's not what what about please what about is I'm talking about something very specific and I am I'm not too and, and I great, am too great, great so what I'm saying is that it's more constructive and and, and but Steve, Steve wait Steve Steve wait Steve mm-hmm. I'm going to let you speak but okay. I but I could turn around and say it would be more constructive for the mayor not to have opened his big mouth and welcomed them here. Right, we, we we can make the same counterpoints all night long. He had no choice. Yeah, yeah, he had a he had a he had a big choice. He had a big choice. What did you want him to do? Well, honestly, what what I would have done, mm-hmm. I I would have I would have been there myself as the mayor of New York at Port Authority and said, right. turn those buses right around okay. and send them Fair somewhere enough. else. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, and that's that's fair. All right, and he. He did not do that. He did not do that. I don't think. I don't think necessarily. I think that was more of a humane, humane, humane thing than it was anything else. Steve, I don't know. Mayors of New York, to, they don't do to, things for humane, humane reasons. Huh? I mean, I, I wish it were that way, but almost everything a New York City mayor does is political in nature. But go ahead, Steve, quickly, That's please. Fair. But in the meantime, let's get back. Ron DeSantis, and it's, it's, of course, it's being challenged, the legality of it even, that you, you took taxpayer money. And you devoted it to transport people who were not even under in your jurisdiction, right? To somewhere and, else, and, and, which was which was just okay, Steve. Just, I, I hear you. I hear you, Steve. Ugh. And I, I wish I had more time. I really do. Uh, maybe we can continue this tomorrow. But I did want to say, you challenged uh, DeSantis statistics, and I am telling you, friend, as a political reporter, that you can almost find you could look on the internet, anyone. 
to find the stats to go with the belief that you want for almost any jurisdiction. That's not just for Republicans. I, Steve, Steve, I've got to move on. I'm sorry. That's not just for Republicans. That That's for Democrats as well. Pat in New Jersey, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I'd like to address uh, the calls that have been coming in about the uh, migrants. Um, I, you know, I'm just going to address it as Freddie and Frida freeloaders because there's a family member that fell upon hard times. He's 85 years old. He's in a facility. They had taken every penny he had, his pension, his Social Security, because he is there. He dedicated so much time to the church, and when I called Catholic Charities to see if they could help pay an electric bill because they turned his electric off, I was told, well, we're just taking care of the migrants now. And that's horrible. And and that's why, Pat, and the law was changed. That That's why, um, I think going back to 95, a lot of people with, with elderly relatives set it up years in advance to take away whatever assets they had, move it out of their names. The law has been changed to block this now and put it mm-hmm. into into another relative's names so that the person didn't become indigent uh, 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 who had a, who had many assets after the, uh, the government stepped in. And, and you're right, took their pension, uh, SSI or Social Security, everything to cover their cost uh, for their care. And it really is it really is horrible to hear that that uh, the only thing that we're dealing with right now is the migrants and I mean I don't know it just seems like thank you for the call Pat it just seems like everything is just turned upside down uh, as of late and it really makes no sense at all. I am now joined by Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, Hello, sir. Hello, Dominic. Here how, we are again. Here we are again. How was your weekend? Great. How about yours? Pretty good. Pretty good. So I, I listened to your interview that you did with uh, Mark Levin. Right. Right. And well, you had something on Friday. Well, your our Friday. Right. I'm trying um, to remember. What well, it was first segment. hour, we always do Ask Frank Anything. That's what it was. That's what it was. Well, what do you have coming up? All right. Uh, well, we're going to do an Oscar recap for people that saw the show and want to talk about it. Or if people didn't see the ah. show, I'll tell people what was worth seeing and not seeing. Uh, we're going to get into this. Uh, these two banks that have failed, Signature Bank here in New York and Silicon Valley Bank in California. Could we be looking at another 2008 all over again? What caused this? How concerned should people be? We're going to reach across the pond to Simon Constable once the market's open there. And then uh, we're going to talk with Todd Lipscomb, who has a plan for restoring American manufacturing in this country and taking back some of that manufacturing base from China. So you have a lot coming up. I hope so. Well, folks, that's the show you want to listen to. Frank Morano, The Other Side of Midnight. I will be back again tomorrow, same time, coming up news headlines with Alex Barnard. Get everything for your next project today at Menards and save big money. Keep your walls and trim protected while you paint with Scotch Blue Painter's Tape. It's designed for use on multiple surfaces and can be removed easily without leaving residue behind. Say big on Scotch Blue Painter's Tape from Menards. Also, view our weekly flyer on Menards.com and check out all of our great deals happening this week. Save big money.